When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune, but with a twist. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, and Oakland native. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. This month, we have some very special episodes. Each week, one of my friends is going to be taking over the podcast to share their favorite deep cuts with you. And this week's host is singer, streamer, gamer, Tessa Violet. Take it away, Tessa. It's 365 with Tessa New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 On this day in 1979, the Oakland Athletics played at their home ballpark against the Seattle Mariners. Only 250 people showed up to the game, making it the worst attended game in Major League Baseball history. Well, almost. At the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, Major League Baseball continued on with no fans in the stands. So, you could say that the games played during the 2020 season were the worst attended of all time, but extenuating circumstances aside... Oakland A's take this sad yet funny title. Since the stadium was originally built for the Oakland Raiders, the old football team who now play in Las Vegas, it can hold up to 50,000 people. That's huge! NFL games are usually way more well attended than baseball games, so even on a good day, the A's stadium looks desolate and empty. In recent years, the stadium has started sectioning off specific seats for baseball games to make the crowd look more full. But back in 1979, this wasn't the case. So imagine just 250 people sitting in a stadium that could hold 200 times the size of that crowd. Apparently, the size of the small crowd was so alarming that first baseman Dave Revering tried to count them. <laughs> then he mentioned for fans in the upper deck to come down to be closer to the action. Yo, this feels like every small uh, show I've ever been to slash played. Be like, come on, guys. Come up front. We won't bite. In the early 70s, the A's were the hottest team in baseball. They won three World Series titles in a row, 1972, 73, and 74. Only the Yankees have outshined that win streak in their record five World Series wins in a row between 1949 and 1953. But during the 1979 season, the A's weren't doing so great. Owner Charlie Finley had fired much of the front office staff to save money. But, fun fact, one of his clubhouse assistants was actually a young MC Hammer of Can't Touch This Fame. Oh my gosh. He was the A's bat boy from 1973 to 1980. What? Still, by the end of the season, Oakland's record was the second worst in the league. They only won 54 games out of 162. Yo, more baseball games than I've ever won. (laughs) But the Toronto Blue Jays only won 53. So hey, it could have been worse. 
Still, that 1979 season was the A's worst in franchise history, which is saying something for a team that's been playing baseball since 1901. When a sports team starts declining, so does their game attendance. But April 17, 1979 was a particularly bad day for baseball in Oakland. Early that day, it was raining so bad, the A's manager thought the game might get canceled. The weather let up a bit, but still, it was cold, almost below freezing in the 40s. For the sunny Bay Area, this wasn't normal. Baseball games can take hours to play, and no one wants to be out in the cold for that long. Even though 653 tickets sold, still abysmal for a 50,000 capacity stadium, only about a third of ticket holders braved the weather to see their team come out victorious in a rare win. Yo, and that's the super stands for y'all. We love to see it. Today, the A's still aren't the most popular or successful baseball team. Their fans don't have the same fervor of franchises like the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox. But I will say the A's are actually a pretty good team right now. They've managed to make the playoffs every year since 2018, but unfortunately haven't won a World Series since 1989. Still, the A's have left their mark on MLB. In 2011, Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill starred in Moneyball, a movie about how manager Billy Bean used statistics to scrape together a competitive baseball team on a small budget in the early 2000s. Y'all, I think about this movie once a week. It's so smart. Okay, go off script a little bit here. In the movie, you learn that like before then, um, the people who put together baseball teams would just be like, he looks like a star. This guy seems like he'd bat well. So then Billy Bean was like, no, I'm just going to look at the literal data of who gets on base the most. And those are the people I'm going to pick. And then he like made it to the World Series, you know, or something. I don't even remember. And then every other team used that same strategy to demolish them. So still, wow, that's a smart guy. Anyway. As of April 1st, fans watch the A's play at the Oakland Coliseum again. The stadium is only open at 20% capacity, which is probably all the seats they need. Of course, these limited reopenings can only work if the fans are diligent about social distancing, wearing well-fitted masks, and washing their hands. Still, I'm sure that players will appreciate the sound of cheering fans. It must be really strange to play professional sports in total silence. Now let's talk about music. We have a very special guest, Jeremy Zucker, here to talk about this day in his life. Hey, this is Jeremy Zucker, and I'm here to talk about why April 17th is an important day for me. One year ago, exactly one year ago on April 17th, I released my debut album, Love Is Not Dying. And it was really important to me because at that point I had been making music and releasing music for maybe four years, and I'd put out something like seven or eight EPs, and my debut album came at a time when I it felt like I had already released a debut album. So to finally be doing it um, in like an official way was a really big deal for me, except it was about one or two months into the lockdown and the pandemic in the U.S., so it was just a strange, strange time to be releasing an album, and it was very bittersweet. So I have a lot of very interesting memories that come back from that time. April 17th, 2014, I played, I think, my first show ever. 
Maybe not. That could be totally wrong. But this was definitely one of the firsts. Um, I got invited to um, talk at a conference and I was like, oh, but hey, while you're having me here, um, I just started writing songs. I play music now. Can I do a show? And they're like, sure. Um, And I played in a coffee shop to, you know, maybe 20 people. Uh, And yeah, it was incredible. (laughs) I was thinking it's so funny that that would come up today. I was thinking about that experience like two days ago. Um, Right now we're um, we just shot the live stream for the bad ideas the experience tickets on sale now. And I was thinking about like, wow, what a journey it's been to get to do this big production and to also feel very comfortable, um, playing and singing and performing and just remembering that experience of playing my first show and just being like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, just the beauty of that experience to have been brave enough to, try something I was not good at yet, and now to get to be good at it. That's a good journey. Yo, and that was April 17th. Y'all, this is Tessa Violet, your guest host. I am a singer-songwriter. You may know me from my songs Crush, um, I could be a crush, 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 or uh, Wishful Drinking is also my song. Um, I just released a new song, Games, featuring Lovely the Band. And if you're like, if you are wanting a breakup anthem, go check that out right now on Spotify. Also, the music video came out today. Y'all, go watch this music video. It's, I'm not saying it's vampire baseball themed, but I'm not not saying it, you know? Anyway, thanks for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and come back tomorrow for more stories from yesteryear. It's 365 with Tessa Bailey. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough.